1: in this fight. All right, text the word Bobby. It's only six numbers to 785-833. Again, text the word Bobby to just these six numbers. 785-833. <laughs> Canva is awesome for so many reasons for your social media, but for work. If you're looking for ways to impact at work, Canva can help your points get across. All right, Mike, do you, what do we use it for? Like one sheets if we're doing like a presentation, graphics. Oh, it's awesome for graphics. Super easy to use. And that's the thing too, especially with some of these apps you think, well, there's no way I'll be able to use it, well, me, because I'm a dummy.
2: Let's go!
1: What's happening, friends? Welcome back. Another week of the show. It's Monday. Morning, studio! Morning! Morning. All right, we're going to go around the room. Here's the question I'm going to ask you. It's the Monday prompt. I'm going to ask you if you could go back to your birth and choose your own name, what would it be? Ooh. I don't ever tell them these questions you listen to this beforehand, so they don't know. So I like to give them a second to think about that, because it's weird, because we're so attached to our names. I always thought my name was, like, young and Cool. I remember telling my wife, like, it's Bobby. It's like young, cool. And she Googled it. She goes, it was actually most popular in 1931. And I was like, oh. <laughs> and she goes, then you were named after your grandfather, which on my biological dad's side, who I didn't know, but his name was Bob. And she goes, so you think your name is young? I used to like Bobby was like kid name.
2: Bob was. So if you could go back and change your name at birth, Eddie, what would it be? Man. So like, I thought about this when the movie came out. I'm like, Forrest Gump. I thought Forrest would be the coolest name ever. Lunchbox has a friend named Forrest. I know. Yeah.
0: And he was before Forrest Gump and then it just the name exploded and it was it was everywhere. I bet it was miserable for him. It was miserable. Run Forrest, run. All the oh, time yeah, yeah, yeah. over and over and over. Oh,
1: what a te- what terrible timing.
0: Yeah, and I mean that's like when we were in like middle school. And it was just like everybody said it over and over. See so you before, fo- Eddie. You'd be I forced. think Forrest is so cool.
2: I'd love that. All right, Forrest. For Forrest I call you by the name. You like <laughs> lunchbox winner? What? Winner? Your name is winner? <laughs> like, yeah. like pronounce wiener? No,
0: winner. What? Like I'm a winner in wiener? life? No. Oh, winner. That's a good no, one. No, no, oh. winner. Okay. Because I'm a winner in life, and I mean I'm set up from the start for everybody to know this dude's a winner. There you are know?
1: people named Doctor. That's D O C T O R. Oh yeah, Doc Martin. Multiple people named Doctor, Doctor. and and that's so people always assume that they're a doctor. Yeah, that's that's a weird, weird deceiving winner. Yeah, Amy.
3: Mine's Josie. I love that name. Like your dog,
2: dog? Josie.
3: Yeah, because I couldn't name myself Josie. (laughs) 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 So that's exactly why I named her that like years ago. Yeah, a Rottweiler, well, like a Josie, but I was like, nope, I love that name. I, I met a girl somewhere, and she said her name was Josie, and I was like, oh my gosh, I love that name, and I always thought if I had a girl, like a baby, I'd name her Josie, but never did, so I named my dog.
1: I'd probably go with something like Waldo. Waldo? Like, yeah, because it's just, I don't know a single Waldo, other than the where's my dog. Waldo.
3: Where's Waldo? Yeah, yeah, get
1: I a lot Waldo. Of that. Heck, Can you find him? You only know him. Can you find him? <laughs> I don't know and. What is Waldo even? That's gonna be short for something, right? Like hey, hey uh, oh, uh, Eddie's poor. friend from Family Matters. Yeah, Wal, oh, I know Waldo. Waldo for sure. But like, I like Waldo because it's an interesting sound. It feels soft. Like, that, and there's no bad guy, Waldo. Waldo is a
2: good dude. The
1: Waldo Bones. You guys run into Waldo lately? No, I miss that <laughs> dude though. Yeah. So probably like Waldo. It's just a. It's like a different name. It doesn't feel like it's from the Pilgrims. It doesn't feel like if it's even today. Just like in this mysterious space. Waldo. Ain't never been a bad Waldo. I'm saying. That's true. So, yeah, Waldo Jaldo Faldo is the name on <laughs> I love it. Waldo Jaldo Faldo. <laughs> yeah, Waldo, hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, thank you, guys. Let's go. Let's open up the mailbag. You send key an mail
4: and we read it on the air. It's something we
1: call Bobby's Mailbag. Yeah. Hello. Whoa, 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 whoa. Bobby Bones. I have a married friend who flirts to get things for free on girls nights she will flirt with guys at the bar to get them to buy her drinks I've seen her flirt with employees at the mall to get a discount waiters at restaurants guys at the tire store you name it sometimes she'll even remove her wedding ring on nights we go to higher end bars to ensure that she doesn't have to pay for more expensive drinks it does seem to end there I've never seen her do anything more than that I'm not sure if her husband knows about it my husband and I are really close with both of them is this something he would want to be aware of or is this a thing he should find out on his own Signed, a friend of a flirter. Let me put me in this situation. I got no problem with Caitlin
2: doing this. None. What about taking the ring None, off, I don't though. give a crap. Don't care about that? Sorry about, hey. She's not going to do anything with them. Well, you're you're going to save money <laughs> just by taking your ring off? So that's why you
1: like it. <laughs> Heck, yeah. I have no fear that she's going to cheat on me. And if she's out and you got all these dudes wanting to buy her a drink, all it takes is one little action of, oh, pulled off the ring, put it in my pocket. Go for it. Uh, he probably knows. He's probably in on it. Maybe. Like Let her, let her rip, tater chip. I would like have she no-
3: gets home and tells him how much she saved. Yeah. Oh, wow. Listen- <laughs> he gets excited. <laughs> and
1: that's what turns him on. <laughs> See? <laughs> I would have no problem with it whatsoever, but I'm also not in a relationship where I am concerned that there could be some funny business going on. I think if that's happened before or if that's a concern, definitely shouldn't do that. But for me, I have no problem. I would laugh and be like, suckered him again. That's me. You?
3: No, you don't say anything. I don't, is that her question? If she should go to the husband? Yeah, she's but how do you feel
1: about it, though? No, you don't say anything at all. No chance. Yeah, don't do that. But I also have no problem with it happening.
3: Yeah, I guess I don't have a problem with it happening. I don't Do you ever... do that, Amy? No, no. She not to don't, anymore. I don't get oh, drinks crap. bought for me, though.
2: You
1: don't? Really? <laughs> hey,
3: come here.
2: Don't cry.
1: <laughs> you hear like, such a crack or yeah. voice start to crack? Oh, man. It's because well, you, I mean, you this, haven't been out, really, this, without the ring.
3: Okay, I don't go out. True, but this email makes it seem like gosh, she gets tons of stuff for free all the time. Well,
1: yeah, we haven't been in the mix. Okay, we gotta mix it up. Okay, we gotta put you in the mixing bowl.
3: I prefer Let's go. stay home. Meow
1: mix. Yeah.
3: Meow.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, lunchbox. Oh, uh, flirt for free. What? Flirt until you get it for free, <laughs> and hey, maybe she'll get you a free drink. Tires, think about free tires. Yeah, just or think, think about a tire store? You want to take your Heck, take your pants off. Get some. Yes, yes, well, no, I went in too it, far. It, I, I went it. too far. No, but that's <laughs> yeah. right. A tire shop is full wear of short dudes. Wear short shorts. Is what I'm saying. They mm-hmm. see a hottie walk in, they're gonna be like, oh, they're all gonna be whoop, yeah, drooling wear short, over. Wear short shorts. I'm all go about for the it. flirt. Me too. Have y'all
3: ever gotten anything for free? For Shot
0: through. I don't know. Showed some thigh.
2: Man, I went to a gay bar once. I got everything for free. Yeah, you get free drinks no matter what. They bought all my beers. Yeah. It was crazy. Why? What do you mean? <laughs> they are they're flirting with me, I guess. I know, no, but no, they're no, better no. looking guys. I've, I've been to gay bars Dude, too. No, I'm <laughs> telling you, it was, it was a weird night. We all went after work, me and all the weathermen. And we stand, were just there at the bar like, hey, can I get you a drink? Sure. Yeah. Dude, I didn't pay for one beer. Probably drank about eight of them. Is it
1: good? <laughs> it
2: was awesome. <laughs> Is it because they knew you were straight? I don't know. 100%. Oh, were they like, really? it was probably
3: game like, see who can get the straight guy.
2: Oh, really? Who won? I don't know <laughs> what do you mean who won he doesn't remember. I won he doesn't remember hey you tell me
1: <laughs> yeah okay that, that works uh, unfair question I get simple pay know. for me in a I different
3: mean,
1: way like, oh that's true you do yeah. yeah no no, no for, for how I look or anything no no chance until I got any sort of <laughs> success at all they were like uh, you can you can leave sir you no know, I came to buy Now nah, we're good but we're good with that you're kind <laughs> here like, what uh, you, for, to answer your question don't say anything to the husband Secondly, I don't even care. That's actually pretty cool. Not everybody would feel that way, though. Thank you. That's the mailbag.
0: We got your email and we let it on the air. Now it's time to close Bobby's mailbag. Yeah.
1: Here's a voicemail from Ross in Dallas, Texas.
4: I just wanted to say thank you for bringing joy and happiness into everyone's lives and all your listeners. You're not syndicated here in Dallas, but it's the first time that I've laughed or smiled since Saturday. And even though that there's turmoil in each and everybody's lives, you still bring the joy and happiness to everyone. So wanted to say thank you, and I appreciate it.
1: Thanks, man. I appreciate that. Very nice of you to say. Here's Corey in Nashville, Tennessee. Good morning Bobby. Good morning studio. You know, I was just looking at Lunchbox's Instagram, which I don't know why. And I'm so, so, so happy that Bobby doesn't have to go to bat for lunchbox this year
0: and and lunchbox actually gets the bat for himself. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my goodness. I felt so bad for the guy last
1: year. I mean, they really just didn't want him on the team. And really, only because Bobby really helped him get in that game. You know, Lunchbox, you keep promoting that you're playing in that game, man. I, I hope I see you out at third base coach or something. Last year, Lunchbox couldn't get in the celebrity softball game. Oh, yeah. And I said, I'll get you in. And then this year,
0: you're in. Well, I was in last year. And then they came to me and said, you're out. Right. So so I'm back in this year. I'm in. Yeah. So we're just waiting. Until they take you out. Until they take (laughs) me out and tell me, oh, no, you know what? You're not going to play, actually. I mean, so I'm hoping. They announced I'm in. So if they take me out again, I mean, we're just flipping over tables. June 5th, the Rocking Jock Celebrity Softball
1: Tournament. Speaking of sports, Eddie's coaching his son's basketball team. Mm -hmm. I've offered to be the owner, general manager. Sponsor the team. How much? Whatever. How much did you need? 500, 600. How much was it? No, it was three. Oh. It was the original. <laughs> okay. But the coach needs to get paid. Right, right. Come on, man. So I, if they would be the, the bones, mm-hmm. I'm good. I pay for the whole team. There's got to be the bones. They could be yeah.
2: whatever, the Nashville bones. They could be the, the middle Tennessee bones. It just has to have bones in there. Yeah. They got to be the bones. the bones. Yeah. So I ran it by my, my team. Yeah. Uh, after the practice, I kind of huddled them together and we all right, boys, uh, good practice. You know, good job, Jimmy, tri- dribbling. Good shots over there, little Tommy. Listen, I got to talk to you all about something. We got an owner and he wants us to be named something. And they're like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, coach, coach, we got ideas. We got ideas. And I was like, hear me out, hear me out, hear me out he wants to name the team the bobby bones yeah and they're like or bobby's bones uh, they're like what huh?
1: yeah
2: and they were all like no 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 we can't be the bones oh no let's be the wolf pack oh and they all started howling and then they were like hey hey how about the grizzlies and we can be like the, the memphis grizzlies and i'm like guys just the, the owner will give us money we'll get good uniforms we'll get good balls with that aren't flat if we go with the bones and they're like, no, nope, we're not doing it.
1: Okay, well, there we have it. I guess our deal couldn't be reached. Don't you like the wolf pack, though? Why, no. I, why would I care about the wolf pack? How about the... Bones pack, and you got a deal.
2: Oh. <laughs> okay, okay. The wolf bones. Can I take it to them? Eh. I don't like wolf bones. How
1: about the bony boys?
0: No, no, no. no I <laughs> how about though. you've
1: been boned? Oh, how about the... Bu- eh. <laughs> no, 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 no. The bones five. Because
2: it's 35. <laughs> <by, laughs> all those are risky. That, the, how about the... I don't know
1: I
3: think ba- ba-
2: Bad bones the ba- Bad to the bones
3: <gasps> Bones is ballers
2: Yeah yeah see I Ball
3: and bones Yeah, yeah I don't yeah, know I how think we're do just Bones not get- and
2: balls we're not, be- <laughs> we're not gonna be able to reach a deal Come oh. on, man. Come on. Th- think of something. Think of something. So, that they, go, they just don't want to be like the bones.
3: What were you going to donate if they were the Bobby Bones?
2: 700 yeah. bucks. No. stop oh, raising the price. It no? was 300. Okay. I would... okay.
3: So would you do 150 for the Wolfpack? No.
2: 150? Jamie, f- I can't get two basketballs for 150. Well, yes, you can.
0: <laughs> not good ones. Okay. <laughs> How about the Bones Beaters? No. No, 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 no.
1: <laughs> Why See, do your names <laughs> always
0: border on inappropriate? <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, no. No, okay. Uh-uh. The basket bones. Wait a minute. The basket bones. That's not bad. Basket bones. Let me write that one down. And I- oh,
0: I got it. I got it. Bones and balls. <laughs> oh, we no. already said no to that. Said that. We we that was stop. Amy's idea. We got to stop. We got to stop. It's just too close.
2: Basket bones? The basket... I like that the, one. How
1: about the, the basket bones, uh, the basket bones
2: team? I don't know. The basket bones. Tell them to me. with a good And we we'll, When do you have to? When do you need the money by? Mm, I mean, we have two more practices, and then it's game time. Don't you
3: have to order uniforms?
2: Well, I the, mean, they're already included.
3: Why would like you just say we get good news. Amy, We'll talk. will
2: talk later. Off. Off air. Also, oh, it's keeping extra
1: money. What do you mean? What do so you know? mean? Yeah, yeah, no, no, okay. no, 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 no. no. Mind <laughs> me a name. We'll come back. Okay. Though, okay. We've all been there. You have a question about your credit card? You call the number for help, and you can't get a hold of anyone. With 24-7, U.S.-based, live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person. Anytime, day or night. Yeah, you heard that right. A real person. Get the customer service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Hey, it's Bobby Bones. want to say thanks for everybody who has helped with St. Jude. I mean, you guys are changing lives. You guys are saving lives. St. Jude has been leading the way Having to figure out how to pay the bill. I'd have to pay it, but, you know, somebody did, but Saint Jude eliminates a lot of that. You can help St. Jude stop childhood cancer by becoming a partner in hope. You'll get an awesome new This Shirt Saves Lives shirt. Join the doctors, the researchers. Hey, join me in this fight and visit musicgives.org. That's musicgives.org. <sighs>
2: Come on. It's time for the good news
0: With Amy Tell me
3: something good Sarah Merrill was 17 years old when she started at Dartmouth College as a pre-med major. Well, it was there that she also met her husband, and then they had their first child. She had every intention of going back to school then med school and pursuing her dreams to become a doctor. Well, then nine kids later, she she just wow
4: whoa nine they kids. were
3: very committed to family, Procreate. and she was yes. a stay-at-home mom. <laughs> yes. uh, but she once. Uh, other women to know and other mothers out there do not give up on your dreams because now at 41, she just graduated from medical school.
1: Well, we shouldn't act like 41's that old, though, honestly. Yeah, I mean, yeah, like I'm like Yeah, Amy's like,
3: 41.
1: <laughs> oh, we're all like, yeah, it's not that old. It's a great story. She had a lot of kids going uh-huh, back, uh-huh. but Amy's like, you'll never believe it. What's that, Amy?
0: Her age. Like, yeah, what is it? <laughs> She's so old. Whoa. 41. you
3: Whoa! <laughs> so much her age. I mean, you're I'm trying, trying to, to be an actress that... at
0: 41. Yeah, you need to you need to concentrate on the nine you're children. You're at 41,
3: aren't you? Yes, I was about to say. Yeah. At, I'm trying to picture myself at 42, going back and doing all the things, med school, and then she's starting her residency, and then she like she still yeah. has other things she got to complete, and so it's just pretty awesome. The I'm nine proud of her.
0: kids is the highlight. I mean, 41, you still have plenty. She's already graduated, so she started. She went back at like 35. You know what I mean? Fertile Myrtle. We're getting, way, what, we're fur- getting
1: way too into it here. I want to say good for her. Yes. Oh uh, boy has a lot of kids, though. Yeah, yeah. Nine, nine kids. kids. Wow, There'd be like some triplets in there somewhere, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Otherwise, you're just pregnant your whole life. Great story. That's what it's all about.
2: That was Tell Me Something Good. It's a Bobby Bones Show interview.
4: In case you didn't
0: know.
1: Her name is Caroline Jones she's such a great musician she plays i mean all kinds of stuff i'm gonna ask her in a minute but she plays so many instruments she's a great solo artist we'll be talking about her project called superpower but she's also the first female member of the zach brown band like zach was like join our band and that band you gotta be really good so here she is her name is caroline jones let's talk to her now Go. on the bobby bones show now
5: caroline jones
1: caroline's good to see you
5: good to see you it's,
1: Have you been in here before?
5: Never. I'm so excited. It's kind of surreal from the green room because we've watched it so many times. Oh, well, that's that's nice of you to
1: say. Um, Caroline's awesome. She plays... How many of these things do you... Now, I'm going to just ask you this. What instruments do you play, Caroline?
5: I play guitar, piano, banjo, dobro, and harmonica.
1: When you play the harmonica, do you... Because I can cheat at the harmonica. Yeah. If we're playing a song in A, I'll just get an A harmonica and go... (laughs) (laughs) and it matches Bob Dylan
5: made a career doing that and
1: then everybody's like wow he plays harmonica (laughs) what's the difference in how you play harmonica and me
5: Um, just a slight, I might be slightly better than you at it. Yeah. Um, No, honestly, I love playing different instruments. I love production. And when I was young, I just did solo acoustic shows. So I picked up different instruments to try to make my show more interesting. I was playing at uh, high schools and colleges at the time. So it's a pretty humbling experience trying to get their attention. So that's what made me pick up the banjo and different tunings and different instruments. And I just love... I remember listening to records when I was a teenager and just thinking, how do they make it sound like that? Like, how do the layers fit together? What is a guitar player playing? And I was just fascinated by the intricacies of production. And that's really the kind of the mission behind playing different instruments. I'm not a prodigy on any of them, but I love it. And it's a lifelong craft and just love playing.
1: This is a compliment and a question and don't take it otherwise. Were you a nerd as a kid?
5: Uh. No, I wouldn't say cool, I was a nerd. Because if you were cool, I'm going to be so jealous. No, if you were no, cool I and definitely wasn't cool. No, okay. I wasn't a nerd, but I was super introspective. Like I was a very mature, I was kind of a loner, I would say. But I don't know if I'd say call myself a nerd because I hated school.
1: Really? Did you make yeah. good grades?
5: Yeah, I did. But I was just kind of a perfectionist and driven, but I really never enjoyed it. I always wanted to do something creative.
1: Like, I made good grades because I wanted to get out of there. Me too. It wasn't yeah. that I loved learning. Yeah. I,
5: and also, I'm just kind of OCD. I couldn't... Like, my husband is like, whatever. I wouldn't do the paper. I wouldn't study. Like, that would give me so much anxiety. I just felt like I...
1: <laughs> you know? Tell Amy about your husband, how you met him, what the whole situation is.
5: Hi, Amy. Hi. <laughs> uh, my husband is a professional sailor. So he races sailboats around the world. And it's a really niche sport that I knew nothing about uh, before meeting him. And he's sailed around the world on this race called the Volvo Ocean Race four times. He's done an America's Cup, which is kind of like the Super Bowl of sailing. And so all that to say, not to uh, get his head too big, but more just to say that he has the coolest life experiences. Like he has the coolest stories. He's lived all over the world, every continent except Antarctica. And um, and so he's seen all these cultures and he's seen all the seven seas four times over and he just has the most amazing stories. OK,
3: this is so crazy because I just finished this movie with my son on Netflix yeah. about the Australian girl that is the first. female yes, that at, she sailed around to, by herself Yes, right? at 16 years old. Yes. Which is wild to me. I'm like, her parents let her go. So that's
1: the one where they got ate by sharks, at
3: Dan? No, no. That's open water?
1: There? Oh. She did
3: it, but like nobody believed her in the beginning. Yeah. And like, they were like, how to her parents, how could you let her go do this? And then when she, by the, like two, it took 210 days. And when she came yeah. back to the port in Australia, there was thousands and thousands and thousands of people there cheering her on and waiting for her. And it, I got uh, goosebumps. Me too, but I get goosebumps. She went
1: all the way around I, the world? All by herself. So all you flat earthers that call this show... Watch this movie. Yeah, Boom.
3: yeah, yeah. Uh, and her, her <laughs> boat was named Pink. Aww. And anyway, it was really cool. I know
5: nothing about I've sailing. I haven't seen that movie yet, but that's super dangerous. Uh, did they actually let
3: her? Or I think she escaped, right? Or that just, was not included in the film because I think they want to encourage children to uh, take their, their dreams. dreams. The <laughs> <laughs> Follow yeah. your dreams, right. kids. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, it was pretty wild. So I know nothing yeah. about sailing other than I just watched that movie uh, and it it's seems cool. cool. I still got to see that.
1: So he was in another country. Was it like pandemic time? Yeah,
5: so we actually met during the pandemic here in America. But then six weeks after we met, he had to move to New Zealand for a year uh, to train in the America's Cup. And all my tours were canceled. I was supposed to be touring with Lucas Nelson. It all got canceled. Um, And I was just sitting at home, freshly in love. And so I ended up moving with him. And we spent the pandemic in New Zealand, which Mm -hmm. I kind of... I, I hesitate to tell people about because I kind of, they're like you won the pandemic, you know, it's kind of not fair because there was no COVID in New Zealand and it was like having a gap year when you're 30, you know. So what, where did
1: you live? Did you live like in an Airbnb? or um,
5: Yeah, we actually did. We lived in Airbnb. Did you move them? For... Did you
1: move around from Airbnb to Airbnb? Um,
5: once they lost the cup, America got eliminated first. Spoiler. Yeah. I was waiting to watch the
1: docuseries on Netflix. Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. Dang it.
5: Once they lost, we got to travel a lot, which was kind of the silver lining. Because we didn't have to go home yet, um, but initially we were just in Auckland.
1: Man, that have been cool, huh? Yeah. I just would be freaking out that I wasn't working.
5: Uh, I did, you um, did you play any shows? I played at all? some shows there. Actually, I met a bluegrass band over there, which is so funny because I had to sit in a hotel room for two weeks during quarantine in New Zealand because they—that's how they did it to make sure you didn't have COVID, and. I just Googled bluegrass band in New Zealand, not knowing that bluegrass and country is not popular in New Zealand at all. Bluegrass is basically non-existent. So I didn't know at the time. I found the one bluegrass band that is in New Zealand, <laughs> and it's this awesome family band of Kiwis, and they're still my really good friends to this day. But I gigged around with them, and we did some shows together, the Trenwis. But I, I wrote and recorded a lot of my second record over there remotely. So That's crazy.
1: I never huh?
3: stopped. Uh, Yes, you were working. Well, she also just went
1: to New Zealand with a dude she just met. You sound like my dad. You sound like my
3: dad. (laughs) And it worked out. Like that's like that, that other Netflix documentary of those people that got stuck in the other country because of COVID oh, they, on their, like
1: their second date, best third date ever or third something. Day, longest best third date ever. Yeah. They yeah. Yeah.
5: Getting married. No, I was pretty sure. I mean, I would, I never really dated a lot prior to my husband. Like I was super career focused, but I don't know. It's very different. I don't know if you guys have this experience, but it's very different when you, when you meet your person, I think. Um the answer is yes for me. Sure. I will say yeah. that so because uh,
1: if I don't answer and just jump in, <laughs> yeah. who knows? I might get murdered later. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, the answer is yes no. for me that did happen. Yes, yes, Caroline.
5: Does she listen to the show no, and jump you? No. Okay. The
1: only time she ever sees or hears anything about it ever is if it pops up on her Instagram a clip of something that we post. Yeah. But no, she does not listen. She avoids it because We're in here arguing about stupid stuff and we'll hyperbolize Mm -hmm. stuff. And she's like, that's not my version of its story. I'm like, well, you can come on. She's like, I'm not coming on. So it just, you know, it keeps us from arguing about stuff
3: <laughs> you said murder a second ago that's uh, it's oh and I overheard and her say the other day yeah. um, cause she was explaining to someone why she doesn't listen mm-hmm. and she was like oh cause cause I'd murder him yeah she'd kill me <laughs> really? she'd <doesn't> <laughs> yeah,
1: she yeah, <laughs> yeah, she kill me she kill yeah she'd kill me yeah. that's pretty much it okay so Caroline didn't just come to hang out with us although that would be fun Caroline came in because the new EP is out called Superpower it's five tracks and what's the difference what what are these five tracks about as compared to your last record that I can't even pronounce still <laughs>
5: Okay, we'll just leave that.
1: Okay,
5: all right. (laughs) Um, This new record, so this EP is the first half of my next album, which the full thing will be out this fall. I'm trying to release as much music as incrementally as possible in this modern market, um, which is something I've been wanting to do for a really long time, because that's how I consume. Um, So this is kind of the first taste. We've already put out three of the songs, and now all of them are out. And um, this next record, I think, thematically, is really about like resilience and grit, which is something that, I feel like I've been developing over the last couple of years, especially. And so I've just been writing a lot about that. Um, that's what the title track Superpower is about. It's about kind of the triumphs and heartbreaks of chasing this dream. And as you get older and mature and as you spend a few years in this industry, there's a lot of jaded people. There's a lot of rejection. There's a lot of disappointment and heartbreak. And you constantly have to self-assess Um keep your eyes open and be honest with yourself and recommit yourself to your dream and your integrity and why are you doing this and um and so that's what that song is about it's like a really raw honest song um but all the songs kind of play on those themes
1: that's it i'm sailing around the world that right there <laughs> yeah. i'm now gonna get in a boat and do it uh, so uh let's see i was looking at the tracks can you play lawless for us yes okay so this is caroline jones this is her song, Lawless. This whole, the all five of these tracks came out on Friday, and here she is live in studio. Nice job! Holy crap! Yeah. Hey. That's great, Amy. What did you see there?
3: Oh, um, the whatever's on your finger with the guitar and the sliding back and forth. Yeah, and we actually that. had an outro for the slide, but my slide dropped. So Failed. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, so but I was very impressed with, um, yeah, that part. I can't. I don't know what it's called. but okay, you were that, moving that's exactly up it. Up and yeah. Yeah, this line.
1: Well, she Caroline brought a player with her. By the way, what's your name? Riley. Riley. I already knew it. I asked him. I just wanted him to say it himself. <laughs> Riley's playing with her and singing, you know, background vocals. Yeah. But Caroline played the lead on that. She played the solo. That was her. And rarely does someone, and Riley, I'm sure you're a great player and all.
5: He's amazing. Rarely
1: does someone come in and bring a player yeah. and then play the the solo as well, which is really freaking cool.
5: Oh, thanks. Yeah. We were actually just trying to figure this out last night because. It's a very, very electric song, mm-hmm. so we arranged exactly. that um, last night. But this is fun. This is a resonator guitar, actually, so it's kind of good for if you're going to do acoustic slide. It's very loud.
1: Mm-hmm. Play? Can you play a little bit of the solo? Yeah. You can do it slow so, if you um, want with the slide. Well, actually,
5: let's just do the outro we were sure. going to do. Okay. This is- One, <laughs> two, three, four. One, two, three, four.
1: That's so cool. Yeah. You're playing, she's playing s- really so cool. far down the neck. Yeah. It's not like not even where the frets are. She's like playing the, the <laughs> belly part of the guitar.
4: Yeah. The belly, then, I love yeah. that.
1: That's awesome, Caroline. Thank you. So, okay, look. She's got five songs that are out today. It's the first half of the... Uh, it's an EP called Superpower, but the rest of it comes out this fall, mm-hmm.
5: right? Correct, yep. And
1: you can see Caroline out on the road, and I definitely wanted to get to this a little later because I wanted this to be about you more than about you joining Zach Brown Band. Mm-hmm. But she was the first female member of Zach Brown Band, and you're playing with them... All fall too, right?
5: Correct. Yeah, the we have a we have an all summer tour. I think I have like a hundred shows in the next six months because I play a bunch <laughs> of shows with them and then I play a bunch of my own shows, and I love it. It's so much fun because I go from stadiums to to um, I guess bars and clubs that we're playing and headlining, which is so cool because I'd never gotten to headline till last year. So even to have people come to your own show, pay money to see you in Iowa and Illinois, it's like it's so wild to me. Mm-hmm. How do you get
1: paid by Zach? Do you show up with a thing of cash at the end of a show, or does he pay you through a check that comes through Like just I just feel hundreds? like he's peeling off money to the band as they just walk hundreds? off stage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah.
5: yeah. Um, is that a, like I don't, I don't know if I should disclose that? I mean, do
1: you get paid like a real job to just show up in your account?
5: Yep. Oh, okay. Yeah, I get paid like a real job. I'm like a rubber Can you band. Imagine? <laughs> I know. Yeah, I want
1: like a rubber band over like no, a, a Zach don't... Brown CD of cash <laughs> handed yeah. to me. But
5: I don't take that for granted at all. I mean, it is so to have. Um, to have an actual career in music is such a rare thing, and so um, no, it's really exciting to call it a real job. What I do spent you spent wh- so long trying to
1: do for that band? Like, what's your role?
5: I ca- I'm kind of a utilities person, which is a term, a natural term for um, any instrument that needs to be covered that's not being covered. So I mostly play acoustic guitar, but I also I also play B three in the band. What, what's, sometimes B three. Uh, sorry, organ. Okay. Um, or keys, and sometimes I play rhythm electric or banjo kind of whatever they need crazy yeah
2: it's awesome
5: and actually i didn't play organ when zach first called me he was like can you come and play utilities and um he knew i played a bunch of acoustic instruments and he's like you play b3 right and i was like no and he's like you will by august right and i was like yep (laughs) (laughs) yes sir why is it called b3 um that's a good question. It's just the kind of organ. There are got a bunch it. of different kinds of organs like church organ and B3. I'm not sure exactly why it's called a B3 in particular. We can research that. Do
1: you have to know all the songs in, on all the instruments then, just in case? Like
5: Pretty if somebody much, goes out and yeah. can't play
1: the intro to Chicken Fried, can you play it?
5: Well, nobody can play it like Zach. I mean, Does people don't that? realize, yeah. Oh, he got it. People don't realize what an, characteristic and skilled guitar player he is. Like, when he picks up a nylon guitar in a room like this, I mean, you can't believe the sound that comes out. It sounds exactly like a Zach Brown record. Like, it's just, it's so funny. Um, but I could play it, but not like Zach.
1: What is your favorite song to play with the band?
5: There's this uh, song called Sweet Annie. That's my, I just love the harmonies. Do you know that song? You should listen to it. It's so good. But um, the harmonies in that song... Um, are my favorite because I love singing harmony with them. You know, there's a bunch of amazing singers singing harmony.
1: It's like eight dudes in you, right? Yeah, yeah, nine. Your, it's nine dudes in you. I
5: think. Wait, sorry, I lost count. And they're like, <laughs> dude, dude. Yeah, dudes.
1: they're big dudes. Yeah, 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 Hardcore. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. uh, do you have like your? How do, you, do you have like your own room, your own bus or something? I, mean, I
5: do have my own bus. I'm really lucky that way. Um, I also think it just wouldn't have worked. They're all, you know, they have their dynamics so worked out. I don't know if I could have gone on their bus and. Made them feel comfortable.
1: Well, you had to grow a beard. As uh, part of the, I think everybody has a beard, just about. It's
5: funny, I went out on one show, I played a joke on them and went out in a beard <laughs> after um, I was announced as an official member.
1: That's funny. Caroline, you're really good. And I hope everybody checks out. It's called Superpower, it's five songs. Hey, Ray, give me a little bit of Superpower, which she was talking about earlier.
5: I'm too-
1: Go through them by yourself? Mm-hmm. When you s- write by yourself, where do you usually do that? Is it purposeful time you set aside to write, or does something come and then you just kind of jump into it?
5: Typically the latter. I write a lot. I hike a lot. I love being in nature, so I write a lot on my walks. And just, I play a lot at home. Like if I have a day off, I'll play for two or three hours. And a lot of times, uh, something creative will, will pop out or bubble up.
1: What was the first? Famous guitar part you ever learned, where you were like, "I'm playing it, I cannot
5: believe it." Probably, actually, one of the songs that we cover sometimes, uh, "Never Going Back Again," because oh, yeah. I I really loved and gravitated towards finger picking early on when I learned the guitar. And what I is loved, "Never Going Back
1: Again"? What um,
5: it's that Fleetwood Mac song. Um, ding, ding, ding. We should. Well, it's in a different tuning, but you can kind of show. Um, it's it's a song off their uh, famous album, Rumors, and I love that album. And so I'm probably Alice- gonna know it when he's yeah doing yeah. I, I, it, we right? can play a little bit for you. Have you heard that? Yeah! You oh know.
1: yeah! Yeah yeah yeah. yeah. <laughs>
0: That's, anyway, that's cool. it's really that's hard awesome. to play on
5: this guitar right now because the action's so high for slide, but um, I love finger picking. So that, those were some of the first things I learned to play that I loved. He knows all the like big riff kind of songs. He's also
1: playing a 12 string. Yeah. yeah, which seems impossible to tune.
5: That's Big Mama. Yeah,
2: especially on that
5: song in
4: particular. That's yeah. One
1: <laughs> well, you do it all, Caroline. Everyone, check out Superpower. It's five songs. There's also a song Superpower. Don't be confused. Listen to the whole project and see Caroline out on the road. Go to our socials at Caroline Jones for all the dates. Thank you for coming in. Thank
4: Always, always love seeing me. you.
1: You guys crushed it, and man, I, I feel like I should go to a show. Uh, Yeah, yeah. you should. She's doing solos. They just pulled out a Fleetwood Mac song, the whole (laughs) thing there. Okay, you guys go check out Caroline Jones. We'll be back in just a second. (laughs) We've all been there. You have a question about your credit card. You call the number for help, and you can't get a hold of anyone. With 24-7, U.S.-based, live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person. Anytime, day or night. Yeah, you heard that right. A real person. Get the customer service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card.
3: Hey, it's Amy here to talk about the incredible work being done by St. Jude Children's Research Hospital and ask you today to join me in becoming a partner in Hope. When you make a donation to St. Jude, you're helping an organization that has helped push the overall childhood cancer survival rate from 20% to more than 80%.
1: Have you ever snooped through someone's phone? Snooping means they don't know you're snooping through their phone. Like straight snoop. Don't care who it is. Have you done it,
2: Eddie? Yeah, my wife's.
1: You didn't have to say who, I'll be honest with you. I mean, you I appreciate know, that. I mean, it was the
2: closest. So it's always there,
1: you but know. But not, so, you
3: were just looking. Like yeah, were, just looking through looking stuff. Looking for something. But no, not looking for,
1: looking through. <laughs> There's a difference. Yep, yep, yep. Like, my wife has my code because a lot of times I'm like, hey, I need this picture. I don't want to walk in the living room. You're in there. My phone's in there. Will you send me this picture?
2: I don't give a crap. Mm-hmm. I don't have anything to hide. But that's it. That's looking through. And my wife's very—I mean, I trust her one hundred percent. But when a text comes through and I, don't, I like it, just pops up, and I don't know that number, I am like, "Who is that?" I you start you looking look like, "What did they talk about?" To Come see
1: on. if maybe she talks about you in a positive or a negative way to her friend. <laughs> she, she never talks about me. Oh, just at all? No, <laughs> never. <laughs> there is nothing good. All right, all right, all right. Lunchbox, you ever snooped
0: through someone's phone? No, never. No need to. No, I thought he looked at Abby's. No, it popped up the screen. I took a picture of it never went through it. That's true. Okay. He's answering okay. honestly.
1: That's also shady, though, just in a different way. <laughs> right. it, and not because he took a picture of our text message you wanted to say, but because then he sent it to me to go, hey, read this on the air. But that showbiz baby around yeah, here. Yeah, yeah. Amy right. ever snooped? Yes. That's it?
0: <laughs> that's <all you laughs> okay, <got>? fair enough. <laughs> wow. Fair
1: enough. Uh, 82% of us have snooped through someone's phone before. I have not snooped. Mostly, not because I'm better than it. You ever hear if you call out the devil, he just might come? Mm-hmm. My grandma used to say that. Mm-hmm. If you call out the devil, he just might come. And so if you go looking, you might find something you don't like. Even something that's not them being dishonest with you. It could be them talking to a close friend about some situation that happened interpersonally, like fight, and they just want to vent. But you said, wait, wait, she talks about me like this? Oh, yeah. So I don't snoop. I've never snooped mostly because I'm scared for me. And I take everything, I don't want to say personal because I don't take everything personal, but I take everything wrong. If there's a way I should take it, I don't take it that way ever. I take it the exact opposite way that I probably should.
3: Yeah, so mine was circumstantial and, and very codependent behavior. I wouldn't do it now. I wouldn't do it to how I've worked on my codependency. Uh-huh. I wouldn't do it now. But there was a time where I was trying to just control too many things um, and I was sorta losing my mind, so I did.
1: Sorta losing your mind. But I she did that wacky head back in Portugal. I was Sort of losing my mind.
3: So I could tell you some other crazy things I did. I'm not proud of but <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> Saved everybody here. You know, let's get let's have uh, further distance yeah, at least. Maybe yeah. one day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Eighty two percent of us have snooped through someone's phone. The two most likely victims are our significant other and exes. But 8% have looked through a friend's phone to snoop. Oh, never. That's dirty dog. That don't dirty. go through a friend's phone. Never. And 3% have snooped on a coworker. Ooh. Mm. That's even dirty, dirtier dog. <laughs> well, we
3: used to, if you left your computer open, not, I mean, we as a collect like everyone, if someone but, well, had Twitter yeah. open, did the, but, don't act like back in the day, like, oh, no, yeah, like yeah, 2010. That. No, that's not the same. And I would, you put, I would like, hack a someone's Twitter. Yeah.
5: I
1: thought it was hilarious. I would go and be like, Bob is huge. Those tight pants he has on they look good from both sides. So but that's not snooping through someone's phone. Yeah. I bet you Scuba Steve has snooped the crap out of someone's phone.
4: Scuba Steve, you snooped it. Uh, it'd be my ex wife. I think we talked about it before when she was cheating on me and all these messages were popping up, and that's when I was like, Oh, I'm going deep and I'm digging and I'm looking for things.
1: <laughs> Did you find other things though that because yeah, she ended up cheating? he found pictures he let her dad know before he let her it's a whole situation it's amazing it's an amazing story mm. did you find anything else though that you weren't expecting that maybe wasn't cheating but other little secrets
4: money spent on like a trip to hawaii oh. that and i what? lined it up with the time when she was doing a work trip to somewhere else like in the mainland and then i found out she was going to hawaii i'm like you're going to hawaii i was like oh my goodness my yeah, favorite Florida, yeah.
1: scuba steve story and he has a lot of them is that he caught his ex wife cheating on him And then said nothing to her for days because he sent an email to her dad. Her dad's old; didn't check email very often, so he just waited. How many days from when you found out and sent that email till you finally
4: confronted her? I mean, it was probably she confronted me about three weeks later. Three weeks, and they were like, they were half naked photos too that I sent to her father.
2: What? (laughs) You knew that? What?
1: He knew it for three weeks. There is no way I could have kept that in. Oh, that's crazy. Oh, gosh. did you document that, like, live as it was happening? Or not live, Because, but right after that, publicly at all?
4: Uh, I never on social, but we talked about it when I was going through my divorce on a radio show I was working at in San Francisco.
3: Ugh.
1: Wow. Are you traumatized by that at all, where even though your wife now would not do that, do you accidentally subconsciously hold that against her
4: that was a big problem in the beginning because i was damaged by it and you mentioned about don't go looking for the devil because you'll find it Mm -hmm. and so there were scenarios where i thought she was cheating on me but it was just in my head because of a previous relationship so i would want to go through her phone and i would resist as much as i possibly could to not do it and so i haven't to this day but there have been times where I'm like, I should check on her to see if she's messing with me too.
1: Hey. <laughs> oh wow. Yeah, oh, maybe wow. ma-
4: hey, maybe you should. You never know. <laughs> maybe you should.
1: So the top people we snoop on are exes, kids. That was what oh, to say, does yeah, it count yeah, yeah. if that you go through count. your kids' phone? I think once the kid turns sixteen, it's officially oh. snooping. Mm, Thank goodness. I can still look. <laughs> I'm still in <on> the clear. <laughs> also because I don't make the official rules. Right. But I think sixteen is when you kind of have to give them a like an adult pass. Now, they, that pass can be revoked. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, it's revoked already. <laughs> My 16, Are you talking to experience? 16 in one week. Well, yeah, because, I mean, they're just not... Sometimes they just... You want to think they're going to make the best decisions, and then you think about how you can tell them all the right things, at the end of the day, a 16-year-old's brain is not fully developed. So sometimes they're just not going to make, like, the best decisions. And I just want to... Come alongside and help her. I don't want to get her to get in trouble for anything, but she has not proved to me yet that she can make smart decisions. Cause like just a week ago, she didn't <laughs> in any capacity. Oh, in some capacities, right. she can. But yeah. Th- kids and phones. And then I think too, developmentally, you have to look. Okay. Chronologically, she's 16, but you know developmentally and emotionally and stuff she's not she's because younger. she grew up in an orphanage yeah I think she's just a little bit behind some 16 year olds which thank goodness <laughs>
1: hey Eddie too mm-hmm. <laughs> same a little bit behind yeah so. same with me not orphanage That's we've all been there you have a question about your credit card you call the number for help and you can't get a hold of anyone with 24 7 US based live customer service from discover everyone has the option to talk to a real person Anytime, day or night. Yeah, you heard that right. A real person. Get the customer service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Hey, it's Bobby Bones. want to say thanks for everybody who has helped with St. Jude. I mean, you guys are changing lives. You guys are saving lives. St. Jude has been leading the way to the world's best survival rates for uh, some of the most aggressive forms of cancer. And I'm talking about childhood cancer. Your support actually means that families never receive a bill from St. Jude for treatment or travel or housing or food. So the parents can focus on being a parent and helping their kid live. You know, I never had cancer, but I was in the hospital as a kid for a long time. And I just remember how difficult it was, how scary it was. And then I remember getting out and having to figure out how to pay the bill. I didn't have to pay it, but, you know, Somebody did, but St. Jude eliminates a lot of that. You can help St. Jude stop childhood cancer by becoming a partner in Hope. You'll get an awesome new This Shirt Saves Lives shirt. Join the doctors, the researchers. Join me in this fight and visit musicgives.org. That's (sighs) musicgives.org.
3: The Bob's Ball
2: show. Here's Amy's pile of stories.
3: I have five things you definitely don't need to leave a tip on, or five people you don't need to give tips well, this to. This is a mean story. Hmm.
1: Somebody's making less money today because Amy <laughs> brought this to the show. Go ahead.
3: Well, no, some of them get offended. Okay. Okay. Oh, uh, really? I mean, I don't know. <laughs> give me a dollar. I'll take
1: it. I don't care what I'm doing. Yeah. All right, exactly. Go
3: ahead. Okay. We don't need to tip service technicians like plumbers and electricians. Get out of your
1: mind. Oh, they would okay. love that. I do. Yeah, I know. I do because yeah, no, oh. I, I want them to okay, do. it.
3: Okay.
2: You do. Yeah. The plumber.
1: Heck yeah.
3: All right. I
1: do because if anything breaks, they're more likely to come back quicker because it's so uh, hard to so hard to get things scheduled. Okay. But if you grease the palm a little bit,
3: <laughs> well, that's different <laughs> than they tipping. No, greasing. it's in the form of a tip. Okay. Thank it you. says here they usually make a good wage and aren't expecting a tip. I, t-
2: I would tip them. I do tip
1: them. Okay. Go ahead.
3: Uh, flight attendants, it's considered... That
2: would that'd be so weird if I... I tried that once, and they said yeah. I
1: can't take it. That would be so weird. to yes. try to slide them cash walking out of the plane. <laughs> that's one I can't see myself doing. Uh, yeah.
3: yeah, like, they say to, to...
1: Hey, the peanuts were great. Thanks, man.
3: <laughs> Like, something close to that. Like, you wouldn't tip a firefighter or a paramedic, would you? That know?
2: would be funny. Maybe. Not oh, is like, like a I'm, 20, but with like a car or something. I don't know. It depends <laughs> on how, what, if they save my life or not. After putting out a fire, here you go, buddy. Hey, 20. buddy. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, the flight attendant is like, hey, I'm just doing my job. And a lot of airlines, like Eddie said, he got rejected for it because the policy says they can't accept it. Don't tip if you're traveling in certain countries. It's not expected in Australia, New Zealand, and parts of Europe. And in East Asia, it's an insult.
1: Okay, well, in East Asia, I'm not going to tip. I'm making a note to myself. <laughs> Remember that. Okay, go ahead.
3: <laughs> don't tip at restaurants when green Gratuity is already included. I
1: always do. Really? Yeah. Why? I
3: do too. Guys, listen, I've
1: told you this. Now, I feel like I owe it back to me of older year when I was waiting tables. So I will tip 70 to 100%. I'm lucky enough to get to do that now. And with that, they don't put that, thank God, in the gratuity added already. <laughs> so I will add to it. Right. Ready for, yes.
3: People should not feel pressured too because the 20% has been dollar. added. I should put a dollar too,
2: though. My favorite is when they say the like, gratuity is added. I'm like, thank you. I don't have to do the calculations.
3: Or they it. rip you yeah, I off. That. I just can't. It feels weird leaving that one blank. So or, Yes. So, yeah.
2: I do it for old school me.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: I do it for me as a kid. That's very selfish. It's a very selfish way to give back. <laughs> but I hope in <laughs> some sort of time machine I'm I'm tipped well. Go ahead.
3: And then lastly, highly trained professionals like nurses, lawyers, accountants. If you want them to know you appreciate them, send them a card or give them a positive review online. <laughs>
2: Hmm. Okay, I get
1: that. I mean, you... I, I ain't send them a card.
3: Why? I've given nurses cards.
1: I guess I would send them a gift card.
3: Okay, there you go. That's good. That's
1: good. But I only got slide a nurse a ten. <laughs> hey. hey, you hit a heck of a vein there. Nice have 10, Yeah. All right, what else you got?
3: All right, Google is gonna help us figure out if something online is AI or not because it's really hard to but tell. Is it
1: Google AI? And why would they tell them their friends? Ooh, <laughs> good point. That's that would be like, point. tell me if Eddie's slacking off. And I'm like, but you're er. a friend. Okay, you can <laughs> hire me to do that, but I'm probably not going to be honest.
3: Well, the decision, which has been in the works for a while now, was pushed forward because of some recent viral faked images of Donald Trump and Pope Francis. And so they're like, look, we got to let people know if something is 100% real, if it's partly created by AI, or it's an outright deep fake.
1: There's a story about Apple now, and with the new phone or new operating system, you can talk to your friends or whomever on the phone 15 minutes. Then it can replicate your voice in 15 minutes and you've trained it how to be your voice. I don't like that. World's ending soon. The fact that it only
3: takes 15 minutes.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Which means it really takes about 30 seconds. Let's be honest. Gosh. Yeah. Crazy. What else?
3: (laughs) Willie Nelson's 90th birthday concert is coming to theaters. It's called Long Story Short. Willie Nelson 90, and it's his two day 90th birthday celebration. It took place at Hollywood Bowl last month. It's going to be in theaters June 11th. Keith Richards, George Strait, Chris Stapleton, Miranda Lambert, Dave Matthews, Neil Young, Snoop Dogg, and is this more a commercial? are all a part of it. It is not.
1: Oh, <laughs> sounds like one. It does. Yeah. Sounds yeah. <laughs> yeah. like a commercial. Like we're selling them. Yeah. No, I just. Because sometimes we'll add like a TV show plug or something in there that are like, hey, put this in. Yeah. This isn't that.
3: No, but tickets are on sale now <laughs> at Willie, <laughs> Willie Nelson's 90 experiencecom No, I just thought people might want to know. That is cool. I so is know it that. a
0: one-day thing, or a, a, it, I have to go that day? It's like an app. Oh, that's a good question. It the,
3: says June 11th, and then there may be some special encore presentations on the 13th and 14th. Probably yeah. depends on how it does. on the, it's
1: on the
4: 11th. Okay. So June 11th, that's Not a it. commercial.
3: It's not a commercial, okay. I swear. It's good. What that a think, commercial? What do you think? I'm getting tipped to say no, this. No, it's not a
4: commercial, now. Okay, all right, cool. It's legit. All right. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. it was name.
3: either I normally try to throw in a country story ish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so it was either that one or. Well,
1: what was the other one? I like to hear the thought process. <laughs> I <did>. Or what?
3: <laughs> Wealthy celebrities who are frugal because they grew up poor. Go ahead. Okay, and Shania Twain was number one.
1: Wealthy on celebrities the list. who are frugal because they grew up poor. Oh, Go yeah, do sh- I know that? She I wants- like this story way better. Yeah. Yeah. Go uh, ahead.
3: Okay. Well, there. It was Shania was the only country person. In the I know, but who five. else was on it? Uh, Cardi B, Toby Maguire. Cardi B's frugal. Jessica Alba. Oh, she says that you might see her with the jewelry on. Yeah, I
2: do see her with the jewelry on.
1: But
3: she's always looking at her bank account.
2: That's
0: <laughs> yeah, not, it. not, not frugal. That's not frugal.
2: Okay, go
3: okay, ahead. Okay, okay. Toby McGuire,
2: you said? Toby Keith? <laughs> no, definitely not. Should
3: I? Twain said that she'd sometimes go to school hungry. So now she tells herself, be frugal, save for a rainy day. Toby McGuire said he was born to really young parents. So he's just very conservative with money because they didn't have a lot of it. Jessica Alba said she grew up in survival mode because her parents didn't have a safety net. So she teaches her children about saving and sustainability. And then Cameron Diaz said her parents were not well off. And they would collect recycling for extra money. So now she's careful not to throw things away. She will splurge. Oh, is she a
2: that's the
1: story.
3: Kimberly oh. has a hoarder. <laughs> she will splurge, but it's mostly on experiences like memories and not things. All right. Well, uh, I
0: don't know about this story. I looked to Shania Twain. She has like three houses. She has a $13 million house in not the Bahamas. Frugal,
1: but I think I was, it's probably based on what you have. If you have $100 million and only spending 10 of it total, that's pretty frugal. If you have $100 and you're only spending 10 of it and you keep 90 in the bank,
2: that's pretty... Far- that's saving. Um, I was thinking she's living in a townhouse.
1: That's all what related. I'm thinking.
0: I'm thinking like a... Like
2: a thank it's you. It's all relative. It's all relative.
3: Uh, all right. Okay. I'm Amy. That's my pile. That
2: was Amy's pile of stories. It's time for the good news.
0: With Bobby. Tell me something good.
2: A
1: four-year-old received a new teddy bear with her late mom's heartbeat thanks to Build-A-Bear, Goodwill... In a radio station, the girl's original bear was donated to a Goodwill store in Tennessee last month. Her father could not find it. Find it did not. The purpose wasn't to be donated because again, it had her late mom's heartbeat in the bear. Wow! And so they put a sign in the store. If anybody was here and bought the bear, a radio station started talking about it on social media. Build a Bear's public relations director saw the story that was going viral. They were super sad about it. So they were able to locate a matching rainbow sparkle bear, and they added the original recording provided by the girl's grandmother, which is how they got the heartbeat Mm. in the original bear in the first place. The new bear was then shipped over, and the father's like, look, all these people did not have to do this. It means a lot to us, but for Goodwill to go through with that, the radio station to go through with that, and also the Build-A-Bear people to make this bear, get the recording, make another one. Like, that's super important. I don't think this four-year-old even knows how important it is right now. But when she's, like, 10, 11, 12 years mm-hmm. old, it's really going to be so important. Special. I don't even know what the radio station is, or I'd say who it is, even if we're up against them. Like, I don't give a crap about that kind of stuff. Yeah. But it just says a local radio station. So whoever you are, local radio station, we have once been that local radio station that people would let not mention <laughs> us. We'd like to apologize. We don't know who you are, or we would say who you are. So that's what's up. Love that everybody worked together on that. That is what it's all about.